From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine is traveling the state today to attend ceremonies that honor veterans, including one this morning in the northern Ohio community of Milan. Tracy Townsend reports. Edison High School held an assembly for Navy Corpsman Maxton Soviak. He was among the 13 service members killed in an Afghanistan attack back in August. Soviak graduated from that school in 2017. Uh, he joined the Navy uh, to make a difference. Uh, he faced incredible risk to help his fellow Americans. Uh, and our allies, people who had helped us uh, in Afghanistan, get out of Afghanistan. The governor asked students to reach out to veterans and their families and to learn their stories. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor DeWine also took part in an event in Sandusky and was scheduled to visit the Ohio Veterans Home in Georgetown near Cincinnati. Researchers at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center are working to treat veterans' injuries that aren't easy to fix. They're trying to change lives through their military medicine program by using resources across the hospital to help patients with pain. Dr. Jason Sousa tells us 70% of wounded warriors with an extremity injury deal with moderate to severe pain. One of the things that the, the military health system does better than anyone else is ensure survival or try to optimize the likelihood of survival in the, in the face of catastrophic trauma. And a Central Ohio veteran is speaking out about gambling addiction, which service members suffer from at a much higher rate than others. Angela Ann explains. Research shows gambling addiction affects the veteran population twice as often as the general public. Army veteran Dave Yeager was one of those veterans. After years of battling addiction, he started a podcast, and he says hoping to help others and himself. To give us a voice and to let us know that we are not alone. Those people, those men and women that are out there that served our country that might be suffering suffering with a gambling addiction, to let them know that there's people out there who hear them. I'm Angela Ann. A missionary is sharing her message of gratitude after traveling thousands of miles to Columbus to get her COVID-19 vaccination. Yolanda Harris says a Worthington-based religious group worked to bring her here and make it happen. Lorraine Sharenda works in the Democratic Republic of Congo, leading agricultural work through global ministries. Vaccines and testing are in short supply, and she's been wanting to get vaccinated for months after her mother got really sick from COVID. She got her second dose of a Pfizer vaccine at Ohio Health. It really feels like a miracle. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm dreaming. <laughs> now, this was her first time ever in Ohio. She's traveling back to the Democratic Republic of Congo at the end of this month. I'm Yolanda Harris. And vaccinations for children are ramping up across the U.S., but health experts say COVID-19 cases are also on the rise among kids in some parts of the country. The White House estimates nearly 1 million children between ages 5 and 11 have received one dose of Pfizer's child vaccine, with another 700,000 appointments scheduled. In the meantime, researchers with the American Academy of Pediatrics say there was a 6% increase in kids' COVID-19 cases over the last week, largely due to Halloween. This is at its heart a winter virus, and I think that as we head into winter, we will likely see a bump in cases. That's the, the most likely scenario. In Ohio, more than 25,000 kids have gotten that first dose. 
A wrestler for The Ohio State University is accused of hitting and strangling a woman until she was unconscious. Yolanda Harris has more. Columbus police arrested 22-year-old Anthony Ishimendia Orduna and charged him with felonious assault. Court records say on Monday he grabbed a woman around her neck with both hands and strangled her. After the attack, police say she walked away and called 911. Ohio State says it is aware of the arrest and has no further comment. I'm Yolanda Harris. A sweeping bill that increases charges, penalties, and civil lawsuits against protesters in Ohio is moving forward. Andrew Kinsey reports. Ohio House Republicans passed House Bill 109 out of committee that a lot of debate followed the demonstrations nationwide last summer. Protesters say the Ohio Law and Order Act would protect police, but opponents say the penalties are too harsh because five people blocking a street could be jailed. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And a polar bear who was a fixture at the Toledo Zoo for more than two decades has died due to kidney disease. Michael Fruschauer, the zoo's curator of mammals, told the Toledo Blade the bear named Marty was euthanized November 4th, less than a month shy of his 25th birthday. Marty had been diagnosed a couple of years ago with what Fruschauer described as age-related kidney disease, and a recent examination determined his kidneys were now functioning very poorly. Marty and the Toledo Zoo's female polar bear, Crystal, had several cubs together and zoo officials believe Crystal may be pregnant again. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.